You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I don't really think that actually counts, though, because... Of course it does. There are specific rules and ways that it has to apply in order for that to be considered something of that nature, and I don't think that this actually... I don't think that you're the one to dictate whether or not that's something of that nature. I, I think I'm kind of an expert in it, to be honest. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan, but I know a lot about yeah, it. You don't even like them. Uh, no, no. I mean, it's, that's true. Well, I'm, I'm not really a big fan of it, but I have a lot of knowledge, and I just think that people are applying it wrong, because I do not think that pizza counts in this category. It absolutely does it, count. That's the full name of it. Okay, I'm going to have to lay this out for you, and mm. we're going to have to get some feedback on this. Hello, everyone. Yes, I'd like some feedback. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I have a lot of stuff that we're going to be getting to today. I do want to say we're going to have our, our our super secret guest, a super secret guest is going to be joining us. I like that we've had our super secret guest in. Yeah, and uh, our super secret guest is going to join us in just a You'll little bit You'll never guess here. who it is. You'll have no idea, but we uh, went with this person last night and went to one of those escape rooms that we're going to talk all about oh, it once oh, he gets oh, in, oh, oh, oh. and uh, we'll explain what went down. And... Oh yeah, we haven't said whether or not we actually escaped or not. No, I mean... We'll have to wait. Waka, waka, waka. No, I wasn't making a joke. Oh, I'm saying, okay. Like, I thought you were doing it. No, if we actually were able to. Oh, I thought you were going cheesy. Sorry, I just assumed you were going to a super cheesy joke, and I I realized That's inside of your head. <laughs> I realized I just did that. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, we were we're going to talk about it. Um, I don't know if I was the hero of the day, but we'll we'll discuss that too. So that's all coming up in a bit. Also, I want to give a big thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com. When you're getting the travel bug, Sarah, when you're feeling like uh, you need to go traveling or you, you need to book a flight somewhere, where do you go? You go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and you click on I thought on you that. were asking me. I was getting ready to tell you. Where do you go, Sarah? I go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Expedia link. Oh, that is a wonderful That's idea. That's where I find the most success. The most success. The is most success I can by, uh, in my travels. By going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Expedia link. Oh, my link. goodness. It is such a wonderful way to travel. Now, and that's a great way to do it. I will say... For those of you, I did get a couple of emails and people were like, I don't like to use Expedia. I like to use Hotels.com. Well, secret is if you look just below there, there's a Hotels.com link too. So those are just for those of you that insist on using Hotels.com. That's on there too. Oh. But so either one of those. Just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com for all of your traveling okay, needs. Okay, that's enough now. All right. And uh, a lot of stuff coming up today. But let's let's get into this right now. So it is a, a holiday. I don't know if this it is, is a, ho- a holiday. It's a national holiday. I'll be honest. I kind of forgot. I did too until I saw some signage at my um, at my grocery store that I went to this morning, and like all pies were only like three dollars and fourteen cents, and I'm like, oh, yes, it is March fourteenth, March fourteenth, which is Pi Day, Pi Day, yes, Pi, the mathematical equation. Yes, yeah, so, and yeah. what what was Pi? What what exactly is the definition of Pi, Greg? Pi is a mathematical constant. Uh, it is the ratio between the circumference and the diameter. Shoot, let me make sure I've got that right. Uh, between these, I think it's between the circumference and the diameter of a uh, circle, which is, yes, the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter, which is 3.14, which is a mathematical constant throughout uh, all of space and time. Woo, woo. Yeah, I find pi is one of the most basic things. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's 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 pi day, which I, you know, 3.14, March 14th. So that's that's what's going on. But Sarah, oh, yes. you were actually pretty excited about this. And one thing... I was excited because I love any excuse to eat pizza. Well, and so this is where I need to quantify some things. And this is, you know, the mathematics, that kind of has itself worked out. You know, maybe we can get some pi day facts. I know you're working on something for oh, that. I but sure I do, do have, have some pi day facts, Greg. Thanks for asking. I think there's a more important discussion that needs to be had. And it's that, you know, on pi day... And I noticed this at, at my other job, too. They had pie down there. And at first I was confused. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's pie day. So they, they had pies for people. Oh, were you angry about it? You sounded angry about the pies. I'm not. No, I'm not angry about I'm not angry about the pies. Okay. I'm angry about people's definition of pies. And this is where it really comes down to. And it's people like you who have me a little bit worked up, Sarah. <laughs> okay. Because Sarah was in here trying to claim... That a pizza counts as a pie, and it that is, is just wrong. It's wrong on a number of levels. Uh, it's wrong on a number of just basic fundamentals of society that I would like to dispute. So a pie, in my book, in my rule book, this is how a pie would be defined. Pie is something that is generally of a fruit filling, 
It is, has to have a fruit, a, a sweet uh, versus a So there a can't savory. be a savory pie? There is no such thing as a savory pie. So a pie. meat pie doesn't exist? A meat pie is different. That's like a, okay, then you're getting into a pot pie. Yeah. So I guess a pot pie is different than a pie. Oh, he's already flailing. You I'm are not flailing. Not, you I'm are not, flailing. not doing well Okay, so when, when someone just says pie... Here's what you think of. You think of, okay, there's already a lot of disputes coming in. Okay, I'm going to have to modify these rules on the, on the road. So uh, pie, generally speaking, though, a general definition of a pie. he doesn't think these things through before he makes a proclamation. A general definition of a pie <laughs> is that it is a, a pastry, a sweet, tart, fruit-filled pastry that is a big, round circle, you know, with a, that's completely encircled. So the, it's, it's stuffed. So that is a pie. All right. So can a stuffed pizza be a pie? No. A stuffed pizza cannot be a pie. What if it has pineapple on it? I mean, that has some fruit in it, so therefore that kind of makes it slightly fruitish. Okay. And if it's a stuffed pizza with some pineapple on top, wouldn't that, by definition, be a pie? No. So generally speaking, a pie is is a pie. That's what it is. It's got to be circular in nature. Now, there are a subsets of pies, which in one case is oh. the pot pie. The pot pie is the meat pie you were a for the aforementioned meat pie. Technically, it's not really a pie. It's not really Even though it's there. called it it's has, like calling a, it's it like, has two words for the title of what it is, a pot like, and a pie. It's like calling a tomato a vegetable. It's not really a vegetable. I mean, it's a fruit, I believe is what a tomato is. So Are you that's sure about what a that? pot pie. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. Um so a pot pie is not really a pie. It's just it's it's colloquial term is a pot pie. All right. What about a let's say for example one of a, a very old and uh, storied food? What about a shepherd's pie? A shepherd's pie is not a pie. Again, it's a false false pie. It's not really a pie. That's the term for it. You know, that's what you call it, but it's not really a pie. So that just doesn't actually count. Uh, Mr. Janky is contradicting you, saying a pie is a round thing with a crust on the outside and something in the middle. That's kind of the definition of a pizza. And don't you remember, like, every single thing, every single, like, Italian stereotype in a cartoon or movie growing up where they go, like, it's a pizza pie. I know, racist. Uh, but yes, I do it know what not, you're talking about. It's a pizza pie. Like, if the Italians came up <laughs> Mama with Mamma mia, pizza, it's a pizza pie. It's a pizza yeah, pie. Yes, and if Italians came up with it, and you know clearly that's a, an Italian, a racist Italian accent saying a pizza pie, like <laughs> so it must be real. It must be real. Okay, here. But I there wanna... are different theories. I am looking at this about the is a pizza a pie. So, uh, but the uh, the abounding. No, I think the way it is the way the reason it's called a pie is just because it looks it's pie shaped. It's circular. Everything. All pies are circular, but not all circular things are pies. That's kind of that how that works such, out. Are you kidding so kind me? Of that a rule is the to dumbest logic, kind Kellyanne. Whatever. By. Are you kidding me? It's not, not Kellyanne logic. No, that's that's just a you know that's a common saying people right. always say. So different theories abound. So uh, most people say that a pizza is called a pie. Because it is cut into triangles, that it has a round shape and has a crust. Only because it's it, because of a pie chart. Because it looks like it. Again, so the first using pizzas the tomato baked example. in the United States were called tomato pies. Okay, but that's also that's oh American God. bastardization of what a pizza is. A pizza is a pizza. It doesn't need the pie part on it. And, you know, and again, to use the tomato definition, it's like saying a tomato is an apple. They're both round and red, so they both uh, they must be the same thing. They're not the same thing, so it doesn't count. What's uh, excuse me? Do you have another? Do you have another? Oh, I have so many facts. I mean, I don't even know. And I'm how happy many to, to tell answer you. any questions that are coming through in the live chat. slash live uh, You can always email funemploymentradio@gmail.com or write us on Twitter at funemploymentradio. Yeah, so it said that pies can either be sweet or savory as long as they're circular in shape, and nope. this is cut into into pie shapes. No, uh, no, I'm sorry. That's just that's just factually incorrect. That's just a a product of modern society is that we've kind of you know again. Using this term, bastardized a lot of things, and this okay, is actually I don't know why it's my word today. But yeah, you've really latched onto that. Well, it's twice. I've only said it twice. That's latching. That's is that latching? Mm-hmm. I mean, twice in a couple of minutes. Okay, yeah, maybe it is. Oh wait, I found this thing. Uh, let's see what this says about pizza. Well, it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is a great song. Don't get me wrong. Are you saying that this song is not true? It's a wonderful song, but who wrote this song? 
Who wrote this song? Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Does Dean Martin live in Italy? Like a bigger pizza pie, that's amore. Yes, exactly. And I'm sure you probably sang this at karaoke, which is therefore also supporting the fact that you believe a pizza is also a pie because you say when the moon hits your head like a big pizza pie. I would definitely sing this song for karaoke. Yes, some Dean Martin is good. Needs to enter my repertoire. But regardless, I'm still saying... That is that is an American version where they're calling a pizza pie just because it's round. It's simplifying a much more complex, a very complex system of pie identification and what actually constitutes a legitimate pie. And a pizza, as delicious as it is, and I love pizza. Pizza does not need Ooh, the pie all right. moniker on the end. All right. Well, I'm that's not... like okay. Here's the difference. It's like saying a hamburger sandwich. It's not a hamburger sandwich. A hamburger is a hamburger. You don't, it's not really a sandwich. It's its own thing. Just like a hot dog. It's not a hot dog sandwich. A hot dog's a hot dog. You don't need the sandwich. A pizza's a you pizza. You can make a hot dog sandwich. We're not even going to go down You this don't road. need the pie on the end of the pizza. Boom, and I'm back. That doesn't even make any sense. If you, okay, so you're saying in no circumstance whatsoever can a, pie, a pizza be a pie. It's just not. That's not what it is. So even if it is like a Chicago style deep dish with a with a topping, delicious with the sides with the bottom and a top and fillings, some savory fillings, that is not a pie. It is wonderful to eat, and I absolutely love them. It's absolutely delicious. But uh, no, it is not a pie. It does not count as a pie. It is a pizza. No, it's a modified pizza, but it is a pizza nonetheless. Okay. Well, I don't like actual. Uh, I'm not going to say pies because mm, pizza is a mm. pie. I don't like sweet wait, wait, pies. Wait. Wait, I have one what? more thing to, to confirm this. Jesus. Can you have a deep dish pizza that comes as a rectangle? I don't you're know. I'm sure you've had this before. I know you've had this before because we ate one when we were in Alaska. I have no idea and what you're talking about. you said it was like about. the most wonderful thing ever. Yes, they can come in a rectangle. Pizza okay, can come in a rectangle shape. Question. Now, can a, pie, can a pie come in a rectangle shape? Yeah. A, a fruit pie? Yeah. No, then it is a cobbler. It's not a pie anymore. It's a cobbler. It is not a cobbler. It's a cobbler. Yeah, that's a, a rectangle shaped pie is a cobbler. It's no longer a pie. Bam. You're speechless because no, I'm obviously No, I'm not speechless. Just... I just, it's so hard to argue with stupid. Now I see how people, like, why it's people not... get into internet arguments and, like, it's never ending because sometimes you just have to give up because you know the person is never going to hear, like, the actual logic. Because they're right and you just realize it's oh time God, to just let it go. they're not right. Yeah, see, so there we go. Again, facts have been proven here. They've been laid out before you. There's no denying them. This is just how it is. Oh, my God. Well, do you want to hear some pie day facts? Because Prepare for the love of God, I want you to stop talking. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Your theory is failing. Prepare to go to war. All right. Yes, Sarah, go ahead. All right. Uh, 314 is pi day in honor of the Greek letter that represents the symbol used in mathematics to represent the ratio of the, what was it, Greg? Circumference of the circle to its diameter. Indeed. Which is, indeed, as he like gurgles into his coffee. <laughs> Approximately 3.14. So uh, why does it make it so special? Because pi has been calculated to over one trillion digits. One trillion digits. Beyond its decimal point. Yes. As an irrational and transcendental number, it will continue infinitely without repetition or pattern. This is true. While only a handful of digits are needed for typical calculations, pi's infinite nature makes it a fun challenge to memorize. Do yeah, you have it, any of it memorized? Uh, no, I used to. I, when I first, God, I want to say, what was that, in fourth grade that you learned about pi? I honestly don't remember for sure. But um, yeah, I used to, it was a challenge, yeah, to see how much you could, how many digits you could memorize. And I do not remember how many it was. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. It was like 50 or 60 or something like that. I remember that because we, wow, we had a competition to see how many you could, you could memorize. Yeah, I'm surprised that you, that seems like something weird that you would know. Uh, what? How many I did? No, no, like a, a lot of numbers of pi. Yeah, I'm not saying it's weird that you know that. I think that's cool. I mean, I still know the presidents from that song, but yeah. I mean, like that would be something that for some reason I would think that, that you, would you would think would... I would know. Mm-hmm. I know it, it really does seem like that's three point one four one five nine, and then after that, I think I get to I get a little hazy on it. It's not something I really use anymore. So I'm gonna be honest in podcasting. I don't have a whole lot of use for pi, so I don't end up using it. But uh, at once upon a time, I was pretty good at math, and uh, that was once upon a time ago. Mm-hmm. So that is not anymore. But anyway, go All ahead. Right. Uh, also, uh, March 14th, which is today, is Albert Einstein's uh, birthday. Or March 14th, excuse me. Oh, okay. All right. That's, That's his, good. Uh, it is his birthday today. He would have been— Somewhere, I just want to say really quick right now, somewhere Keith the Nerd is throwing something against the wall right oh, now yeah. over how we're talking about pie. Um, he would he be 100 something. If he was still alive, he would be 138. 138. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. However, Einstein didn't have anything to do with the discovery of pi. Uh, of course, he published hundreds of scientific, pa- scientific papers, but is ne- best known for the formula 
What is it, Greg? E equals mc squared. Yes. In 1921, he received the Nobel Prize in physics. Uh, so the creator of Pi Day is a guy named Larry Shaw, and he created Pi Day in 1988. Now, uh, the earliest known use of the Greek letter pi to represent the ratio of a circle's circumference was in 1706 by William Jones, a Welsh mathematician. Oh, a Welsh We're all learning things right now. Boy. Uh, however, Jones credits John Manchin for his work on pi. Manchin, who lived from 1686 to 1751, created a converging series for pi that allowed him to calculate the number of 100 decimal points. Of note in the chat, Edward says memorizing pi does not make you good at math. That is, that is true. Mm. That is a true statement. Pi Day was officially recognized at a House of Representatives resolution in March 2009. So Pi Day is a nationally recognized day. All right. Yeah, it's national. No, this is good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're dishing out the facts. Well, the goal of it actually being recognized was to promote science education uh, among children in the U.S. by uh, encouraging schools and educators to observe the day and having activities to try and get the children more interested in what pie represents. Okay. Which is kind of smart. I can I can see that. It's a, it's a little smart. Yeah, make them solve something before they get a piece of pie. Yeah, there you a go. A fruit pie. Stop saying fruit pie. It's fruit pie. Well, that's just – you don't really have to say fruit pie because mm. it's implied when you say pie that it's fruit pie. And uh, pie day in 2015 was the most special pie day ever because at uh, when at one particular second on pie day in 2015, it was uh, 3, 14, 15, and then it was 9, 26, 53. Yeah. So that was all of them in a row. Yeah. That was yeah. a big day. Yeah. It was, a, day real right day. Big day. <laughs> it was a real good day. Big day. a real good day. Do you remember where you were? I do. I was here. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. We were. And I was probably, um, I don't know, playing something along the lines of this. Should I take? It's pie day, pie day. <laughs> Gonna get round on pie day. Everybody's pie eating occasion, occasion. Pie day, By the way, pie the only pie day, prominently featured in this is pizza. Pie day, pie well, then it's wrong. Occasion. So mathematically, this song does not work. Partaking and making puns, puns, hamburger buns. It's the He's naming round things now. Oh, no, I'm out of time. Three, six, zero. Agrees. Hopped with pepperoni. Yeah, pizza. Which <laughs> I like pizza again. I mean, I understand that common term. This song gets stuck in my head. Not Friday, not Rebecca Black's Friday, but Pie Day gets stuck in my head. Oh, yeah, it's being noted in the chat by Keelan uh, saying, Can we subsequently beat Greg for playing this? I'm not playing it. Oh, Greg's playing it right now. No, it's not me. Greg, it will you stop me. playing the song? Uh -huh. Greg, stop. Okay, ha ha ha. <laughs> I couldn't mute it. I could do that. Um, all right, it's being. No, uh, you couldn't. We, we do have our special guest who's going to be a super secret guest. Super secret mm -hmm. guest who's going to be joining us here in just, uh, just a few minutes that he'll be, he'll be stopping by. Uh, but uh, we do have another question coming in the chat, and I'm happy to answer any pie questions that you have. Uh, it's being asked, what is the best pie song? And Edward says, Slice of Your Pie by Motley Crue. That is, in fact, incorrect. And I'm sorry, the best I'm pie song is— I'm trying to find is... it right now. I bet the—oh, pie song? Are you trying to find the pizza song? No. The best oh. song about pie is Cherry Pie by Warrant. Obviously, that is the best song that has ever been written that does reference pies. So that is, uh, that is just a fact. God damn it. I've been trying to find— uh, Corky's I Love Pizza song. <laughs> I okay. You're just going for it. You got the racist Italian stuff. Oh, my God. I, that's not racist. He had a very successful singing career, and I love his I Love Pizza song. <laughs> that's all I was looking for. Jeez. I don't Why know, do you have to I'm take just, everything to a dark place? I'm not, I'm not taking it to a dark yes, place. I'm just actually. I respect him as a musician. You're just saying, like, because I wanted to play a song, I'm making fun of him. No. That makes you a shit apple. Thereby, with uh, <laughs> thereby declared and decreed upon this day. All right. Well, anyway, that is uh, that is what we've got. This is where we're at. Oh, uh, Keelan says "Sweet Potato Pie" by Domino is the best pie song. That's a good song, but again, a sweet potato pie is not really a pie. It's just kind of uh, again the bastardization of what an actual mm -hmm. pie is to keep uh, with the uh, 
parlance of the times. All right. Wow, you're just throwing out some uh, some $10 words over there. $10 words, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I watched Big Lebowski lately. All right, <laughs> so let's go ahead and and take a quick break here. Before we yeah. do, though, we've I want to say we've got uh, Aaron Duran, who's going to be joining us, our super secret guest, Aaron Duran, who's going to be hanging out in what, Sarah? The Fun Employment Radio Worthy Brewing Green Room. Well, I was just surprised that you just spoiled who our secret guest was. You caught me by surprise. Oh, I totally did, didn't I? Yeah. I ruined our super secret guest. I'll go back through and I'll bleep this out so that no one will know. So that way it'll be a secret again. If everybody wants to cover their ears, I apologize you know, for having said yeah, that. I don't even know what you were thinking. That I don't know. Really... I ruined the super secret guest. Well, that's one of the things the live listeners get. See, that was for a live listener. But okay. anyway, our super secret guest, whoever it may be. We'll be hanging out in the Fun Employment Radio Worthy Brewing Green Room, Yes, which is, uh, of course, Worthy Brewing is a fantastic sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We love them very much, and we are delighted that they're a part of our day-to-day lives by sponsoring our green room. Absolutely. So follow Worthy on uh, Twitter and Facebook and everywhere, and definitely pick up some of their beer. The Stratosphere beer, I highly recommend. It is absolutely delicious. Mm -hmm. So Worthy Brewing, fine sponsor of the Fun Employment Radio Green Room, where our super secret guest, Name Unnamed... Is that so? This uh, super secret guest is going to be joining us in just a minute. I've already ruined the day mm-hmm. with this, but that is uh, that is where we're at. Okay, all right. Okay. Let's, should we take a quick break, I Sarah? Think we should. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, I don't want to ruin this. Like, uh, it's, so for some people, if you were listening live, I may have accidentally ruined the surprise of who the super secret guest is yeah, today. Yeah, you sure did. And Way so I just I don't want to do this for the podcast listeners. I don't want to ruin their surprise, you know, because it's a it's a magical moment, and I just wanted to make sure that I got it right. So also uh, this person agrees with me. Hello, everyone. Welcoming now God to Fun it. Employment Radio, our super secret guest. It's Aaron Duran. Oh, oh my God! Nobody oh. knew. Nobody knew that. Only we knew it. Yeah. And now you've uh, now we've let. Well, it of course, right. he is a very special guest, and he did uh, come through our worthy green room. Oh, the worthy, worthy brewing green room. Uh, we decided to all partake in an easy day Kolsch, which is a German style ale, courtesy Ooh. of. I like Kolsches. I do too. This is a really. I'm not a big like IPA person. That's why Kolsches are good. Mm. This is actually a new design on the label too. Yeah, I've had their Easy Day before, but I've never seen it like this. I was no, yeah, that's oh, a brand that new. Oh, that is delightful. It really is a good beer. It is a good beer. You uh, know why uh, this is good? All right. This shows off the skill of the worthy brewers because anyone can hide behind an IPA. It's like, oh, I fucked up my beer. Let me throw a shit ton of hops in it. That's true. That's you can't awesome. do that with a Just waiting for the angry emails now to come my way. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> that's not, how that's it not what's really. It's totally, it's totally true. This is goddamn refreshing. Well, not there that there go. can't be good IPAs. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's what brewers do. When you fuck up your mash, you're like, this is going to taste like shit. Throw in the hops! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big IPA person. I can't tell, like, one from the other. I like, um, like, I like more, like, Kolsch's you know or just, even, like, stouts or If porter. you like, like, really strong hop flavors, just boil some pine needles and then throw in a shot of, like, grain alcohol mm-hmm. and you're having the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the opposite of what Worthy makes. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> Worthy Brewing, Easy Day Kolsch. Wow, this is All really right, good. So, Brewers hate it when I say shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get back to the, to the important oh topic God. of the I day. Cannot, I feel like Aaron has betrayed me. <clears throat> okay, so, and I shouldn't have said that because Aaron did have a, <laughs> we brought him up to speed here. Uh, as no, we I just walked there. into this cold. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, so. Cold so is this fine, today. Worthy Brewing Kolsch. <laughs> <laughs> it is Pi Day. And we, oh, we shit, had, that's right. Yeah, it's Pi Day today. And so we, we started talking about the discussion of whether or not, uh, you know, everybody has, like, pies to celebrate Pi Day, actual food pies. And I tried to dispel some of the myths that people have that a, one, that a pizza counts as a pie. That is oh, not true. A pizza is so fruit-based. And it cannot be... A pizza is not a pie. Now, that's Aaron just is a very is. logical person, and I know... Pies are all round. But not all round things are pies. That is such a stupid Words argument. Words to live by, right there. Oh, that's why they're not. That's not why they're not pies. Yes. Well, okay. Greg. Well, why? Wait, what? No, they're not. So, they're... No, they're not. Like so people say, pizza pie, but that doesn't mean that it's a pie. Aaron. It's not a pie. Aaron. Okay. What about a deep dish Chicago style pizza that has the top, the sides? It's it's circular. It has a top and bottom and insides. Well, a. Sh- like a Chicago, like deep dish style. Uh, so it doesn't have. Pie. Okay, there's a couple of reasons. A, a Chicago is just deep. It doesn't actually have a layer. It doesn't have a dough layer on top. It's just a deep dish. 
All right, okay. Once so you we, fold it over, when people are like, well, but sometimes they haven't. Like, yeah, that's called a calzone, also not a pie. What if it's round? Well, it doesn't matter. Then what defines a pie? A cookie is round. Then what defines a pie? Defines a pie, A, the crust. It must be an actual pie crust, and pizza has its own style of dough. Okay, but there's like pizza some dough pie, and pie crust. But pie has like some kind of squishier crust sometimes. There are different kinds of pies. They are all variations of a pie crust, which Abs- is hard absolutely. chunks of fat worked into the flour. All right, what if you get like a crispy crust, like a crispy it's pie crust? It's still a pizza dough crust. It's still a bread crust. So not is it a because of the sweetness? No, no, because I'm going to go home and make meat pies. Mm. It's Greg, all, it all, Greg you need also the crust. said that meat pies aren't pies. Meat no, pies, pies are pot pies. Yeah. They're variations of No, Greg of the was pot saying pie. that pot no. pies aren't pies. No, those are pies. No, so they're not real yes, pies, I got them back though. on my side. No, they're not real pies. They're pot pies, which has the word pie in it, but it's not really the same thing. It's like saying, okay, I've got two round red things. One's a tomato, one's an apple. They're not the same thing they used to just, just be because called, they're round and red. They were just called pot pies because they used to cook them in the stove pots as a secondary heat source. Yes, but a pot pie is generally a meat pie, which is also— show we've ever had. But seriously, all right. Pizza, what, delicious, not a pie. No, Eddie says, all right, if you go to a new pizza parlor and ask for a slice of pie— what will they give you? Yeah, but that's just but that's a colloquial a, term. It's yeah. not an actual pie. But it's a term that works, and you get a piece of pizza if you ask for a pie yeah, anywhere. Again, Whatever, it's, it's just like saying a tomato is a vegetable. It's not really a vegetable, mean, but everybody just this calls This is coming it from that. the guy that's also, arguing a pot pie that has the word pie in the name no, of the food that is not a pie. Yeah. But by Sarah Lodge, because it's round, does that mean that before I make it a taco, a tortilla is a pie? Yeah, it could be a taco no! pie. <laughs> no. A yeah. taco pie? All right, so how come it's called a Frito pie, but it's not really shaped like a pie? But because we all it was say invented by pie. Texans. Hmm. Again, just a common use of the word pie. We need to yeah. get away from using the word pie so much. That's the problem. You can yeah. use a dish, you know, a deep dish, a Frito dish, something along those lines. I don't know. I don't know what the other term would be, but we just have to stop using pie as it's much. It's the crust. If you use a pie crust, it's a pie. Or if, yeah, if you use a pie crust, it's a It's a pie. If you use any kind of dough. All right. So what if I use a pie crust, but then I fill it with pizza toppings and it's like a pizza with a pie oh, crust? Is that then a you have made a, Then you've actually made a variation of a meat pie. But it's not a pizza pie. Is there such thing as a pizza pie? There is no such thing as a pizza pie. I'm well, not asking you, Greg. I was used. asking Aaron. Here's a, okay. So here's the thing. This so is the guy where, who doesn't believe in meat pies. This is going to annoy Greg and it might annoy Sarah. If you do a traditional pie crust and you lay it out and you do the traditional pie crust, then you layer it with like bits of like traditional pizza ingredients. I would call it a pizza pie, and it would technically be a pie. It would not be a pizza. Mm, Keelan's saying this is like all copies are Xeroxes. Yeah, see? It's exactly the same. Uh, Same thing, Sarah. Or like all all... chapsticks or or, or like all all lip balms are chapsticks. Yeah, or all uh, tissues are Kleenex. And Jell-O. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not all the same thing. And see, this is where you're wrong. And you I'm glad you're learning Knox something gelatin. today. Sir. Be strong, Knox. <laughs> <laughs> you got this, Knox. I always feel sorry for Knox. Like all the wall of gel, and here's like Knox. Like we're gelatin too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I hope I hope this has kind of cleared some things up. It hasn't. It's just made it worse. Yeah, no, but a pizza is not a pie. I was just I'm very but disappointed in our super secret guest because I thought he was going to take my side. I'm sorry. That's Look, fine. Sarah, a broken clock is right twice a day. That doesn't help. Greg is the broken ding, clock. Ding. Greg is the broken clock. I am I correct. Mean. All right. No, but I'm right. That's the most important part of that statement. I ignored the first part of it. So, <laughs> yeah. all right, well, unless you're using a 24-hour clock, then you're only right once a day. Oh, yeah, that's true. But you know what we yeah, used last like night was time. a 60-minute clock. Damn right. Oh, Damn oh, right. Segue. And that was a little too much time for us. Woo. So, last night. Oh, don't push it. I know. <laughs> Sarah and I went with Geek in the City to go to an escape room, which Sarah and I have never done before. Uh, yeah. That was our first time doing it. And an escape room, I don't know if they're nationwide now or if everybody oh, has yeah, no, escape rooms. They be, in the last, like, five years, they really, really exploded with popularity. Like, they're everywhere They're now. cool, yeah. It's basically an interactive mystery that you that – you, yeah, how would you describe it? That's totally it. It's, a, it's an interactive – yeah, it's an interactive mystery. The, the people that run these things, they're, you know, they're set up in rooms – and they write a background story, which is something I would love to get into oh, to, yeah. write, to write these things. But when you go in there, like, it's not just, like, a folder with some paper and you solve some word puzzles or some visual puzzles. Like, it's completely interactive. So, like, the one we went to yesterday, which was, the was it, one hour to midnight, like, you walk in there and it's – this one's archaeology-based. And the, the main guy has gone missing because he has learned the secrets of Nibiru. Oh, yeah. I have that. Nibiru. And uh, you're, you're basically there to find out what happened. Well, as soon as you get in the room, you find out that not only did he find out, it's a problem. He had to close the portal. And now you have to make sure the portal can never be reopened again. And the room we went into, it was, it's set up like a, like a den, like you an archaeologist's den. His name is William den. Elshoff. 
Okay, that's yeah, the character's little, name. Yeah, a little shout out to the creators of that. They used to work with Fright Town, and their attractions are always called Elshoff Manor. This Elshoff family uh, has been their theme through all of their. It's kind of cool. That's oh, cool. That's awesome. Kind of like how Stephen King has Castle Rock. Yeah, uh-huh. of course. This group has Elshoff. Elshoff. Which, how excited are you for that show? Oh, I'm. I mean, it's clearly like Hulu being like, we need a Stranger Things. We need our own Stranger oh, yeah. Things. But I'm still yeah. down for oh, it. Oh, I'm still. F- yeah, I am yeah. down. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, it's, it's good. God damn, speaking of things, I saw the next trailer for the season two of Stranger Things. I've really got to get my second book out. Yeah. Like, I basically have to beat this season. Yeah, I was like, you do. son of a bitch. Yeah, you do. It's out October 31st. Oh, I'll be way done. I'll be happy yeah. to do book three by then. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, October 31st, I think it's Stranger Things too. Okay. But so this this thing we went to last night, um, yeah, like I said, it's like, it's set up, you're in a big room, it's kind of like a like a den, like an archaeologist's den, so there's books on the shelves, and but weird trinkets, and things all, you know, and tables, and a chessboard, and all kinds of different things, it's weird, and but everything is interactive. Yeah, yeah, but when you walk in, like, it's just basically an office, and like, you just walk in, and there's like, alright, here, and you sign this, and here you go, well, yeah, like, and we'll escort you to your room. Oh, you mean, can, not, not when you walk into the room, when you walk into the place. Into the building, yeah, because they're the kind of like, alright, this yeah. is what we need to tell you before hand and then uh, it's so weird because you go from this office setting to like Greg was saying like this magical cave of mystery and you don't know what the hell you're supposed to be doing. Yeah it's like uh, the way I could describe it is like whenever I'm trying to think like when you walk in when you see like again calling back yesterday in like Last Crusade, when you have that scene of Indiana of Doctor Jones in his office, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what we walked into. Yeah, not as cluttered, but like you walk into an office that could have been used by an old, like a 1930s era archaeologist. Right. You know, yeah. globe trotter, find the world, kind a random of thing. globe on the wall, and yeah. And when you walk in, like there's not a lot going on. There was really there was like you know glass cases with with you know artifacts in it. Uh-huh. There was art on the wall. There were like things in the bookshelf. And we walked in, and, they, and the room goes black. They turn all the lights off. I don't remember who. I think it was either, like, Sarah or maybe uh, Scout who came with us. I heard wait, a woman. Wait, which one? Maybe Scout or you. Because I heard yeah. a woman say, like, well, now what? Oh, yeah. No, that was me. Yeah. That was me. Because I was like, and I was and we trying to like, reach out. Because I, I couldn't see anybody, and I knew that Greg was, like, kind of somewhere near me, and I was really freaked out. Oh, so yeah. I kinda, and I think I almost grabbed Scout, because I'm, like, trying to find somebody. And then I finally, I thought it was Greg, and I, it, it turned out to be him. And I'm, like, grabbing onto his arm, because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> So like, are things going to start poking at us, or yeah. what do we do? People jump out. I mean, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, it's like a haunted house. You're never going to get touched by the attraction yeah. itself. Yeah, you have an hour to figure out what happened to him. And then if you don't, you fail. You lose. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, there's I mean, not like it, a do-over. Right? Yeah. You don't get bonus time. It's, nope, you fail. And, yeah. I mean, we don't want to give anything away because you need to go experience these rooms. It's literally like spoilers for the puzzles. Yeah. But there were code puzzles, word puzzles, um... Various props that have like magnetic triggers that would you put it in the right spot, another door opens. Which, yeah. when he's saying magnetic trigger, like you, I've never seen anything like this. It it looks it looks like magic. Like yeah, it's a no, magnetic, it's, it's a magnetic trigger, but you're watching these things happen, and it feels like you're in a movie because it just it doesn't seem real. Yeah, I mean, think of all it's the times you've cool. watched you've watched stuff like Indiana Jones or God, even like Scooby Doo or Clue, and you see them like. Pull a random book or do a random thing, and a door slides open with yeah. another. That yeah. you get to live those things for one hour. It is. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's crazy. And yeah. that being the first one I've done, I will definitely go again. There are a lot, like, and they're getting more advanced as like technology gets better and better. Oh like, yeah, they're getting more intricate. We've gone to ones that have used, you know, like, we've gone to ones that have used like laser settings for like laser trip wires to activate certain things. Oh Magnetics. Wow. We did one that involved like altering water pressure and weights and levers. I mean. They're all really cool. See, and this is why I was nervous about it because it it takes a lot of skill. I mean, it was it was fun last night because I kind of I we all knew I was nervous about it yesterday, and especially going in, I'm like I don't want to mess it up for everybody else. But I found if I had a task, yeah, because we do, had a, I'm I, you know I told I know, you yesterday no I'm like I was like Sarah, no pressure. I'm five for six on these rooms. Mm. Now yeah, so, six for seven. <laughs> <you know. laughs> so I was going in. I'm like crap, but I did find myself. And, and again, don't want to ruin it for anybody. I did find some busy work that I was able to be helpful with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that's because the there's something for everybody to do. Like even though I was nervous, like well, I found something to do. And one of the questions I know that I got was how many people can do it at a time, and. You have to have a certain amount of people because there's so much work to be done yeah. and in problem solving that it, and then it all kind of interconnects. But there's individual puzzles that have to be solved and you can't do it as, as like a one or two person thing. There's, you just I can't be imagine able to do it. one or two people doing it. No, um, you would never be able to do it. And it depends on the room. Some And they almost all have a min- They all have a maximum. And most have a minimum because don't get me wrong. Like they'll take your money. If it's yeah. just like they're like, look, two people aren't going to be able to pull this off. We want to do it. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> um, but most of them have a minimum of four people. The biggest one we've ever been to, which was last night, is a maximum of ten people. Mm. And, and our room could and hold ten people. We had nine. nine. We had yeah. nine. Um, and don't think that because you have more people that it's necessarily easier. Sometimes the more people you have, it can get more chaotic and you'll lose – you'll miss clues. And I was- think that happened yesterday. For a couple of them. I think there was just too many of us trying to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, with the, with the finding yeah. the things uh-huh. went? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. There was a, yeah. We won't say anything, but the things. like that, The things were the worst part where it's yeah. like, all right, we all need to focus and figure out where they go. Yeah. The other thing you'll notice when you do these rooms, like as a rule, there are usually 60 minutes to 90 minutes. Like the 90-minute ones are really elaborate rooms, but the average is 60 minutes. And what always happens is for that first half hour, A, that first half hour – doesn't feel fast. Oh my gosh! Like it, not it, at all. Like because you're like because oh, you're solving the you're solving the obvious the ones that are the obvious clues and you're you're like man we are kicking this room's ass and you look up and you're like oh, ten minutes have gone by we fucking got this yeah <laughs> you solve a few more and they're getting a little harder but you still got it you look up thirty minutes have gone by dude we got this fucking nailed and then all of a sudden you get stuck on something and you know it's the next clue and you're like what the fuck and you glance up. 20 minutes left. Oh, God. 15 minutes left. You all see you glance up like, I remember eight it, minutes left. Son of a bitch. Like oh that last God. half hour yeah. flies by. Oh, it just goes by in a blink. Like you think that it, it's not speeding up. It just goes by so fast because you're like, okay, getting down to the bottom of it and you want to beat it because you can watch the clock ticking down. Yeah. I remember oh. we had we had four minutes left and we had basically uncovered the last – because you have to do is you have to open the door to get back out. And we had uncovered the last coup that let us do that. That was so cool. I didn't know what to do with it. Because I had missed that part oh, of the roof. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. And Christian, I hadn't seen that Denise's, part Denise's husband, like, literally puts it in my hand and says, go, 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 go. I'm like, where? And then he pointed to what I had to do. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, I had, I had missed that part, too. I'm I like, too. I don't even know what this is. I don't either. Like, you guys were working with this thing. I don't And he I was like, know. there, there. Okay. And when I did it, there, and all of a sudden the door goes, like, opens up. And we're like, we did it. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, the, the bottom line is they're a ton of fun. So... If uh, if you haven't tried one, and yeah. don't be, and I was expressing how scared I was yesterday. Yeah, don't you be were fr- really terrified of this. I thing. was just because a, just a puzzle game. I know, but I'm not necessarily maybe <laughs> the best at puzzles, and so I was a little nervous. But I mean, if you go with a group of people, there's something for everybody to do. That's what's neat is, and I found a secret thing that you, we needed. Fuck you did. <laughs> yeah, um, made me feel good. I'll always remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing is like everyone kind of gets a win. Like every person has their moment. Mm-hmm. Um. And what's really good is like you don't have to be like, well, you have to be really fucking good at math or this. The, a, a good escape room has a ver- enough variation of puzzles that everyone has their strong point. Maybe there's someone who's really good at like abstract thought. Someone's really good at logical stuff. Someone's mm. really good at, at numbers or words. Like everyone has something they're kind of good at. A good escape room will incorporate every one of those types of puzzles. Oh, yeah, and it did. So everyone has their part to play. It's really fun. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a translator. <laughs> Apparently you are. I'm a You're... translator. Yeah. <laughs> I like to do busy work. <laughs> you were like the Lieutenant Uhura of our group. Yes. You were oh. like our communications op. Oh, that's awesome. Well, me and your wife. Yeah, no, that's also yeah. Jen's jam. Like I breaking know. that stuff down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, she's really well, it's as if that's part of her actual job. Is <laughs> <laughs> global drink languages. That. <laughs> no, that was a magical time. So thank you for having us. Yeah. With you. That was yeah. really cool. I'm really excited. This Wednesday we're gonna have on the two guys who designed that room on the show. Mm. Very cool. So that's on Geek in the City, live yeah. here on the network at 6.30 yes. uh, Pacific on Wednesday. And if I can get a little sh- little like plug-in, we also have a contest going on right now. Ooh, tell us about it. So yeah. there's another company. They're in Northwest. They're called um, – I think they're just called Labyrinth Escape Rooms. They're in Northwest Portland. <gasps> it's not that Labyrinth. Oh. What's cool with them, though, is they have four separate rooms, and they're all interconnected with one theme. Ooh. Oh, so each so one that you do – You don't have to do them all, but if you want the whole story, you have to play them all. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and this one, their newest one they've done, this newest series they're doing, is basically all based on conspiracy theories and the influence of the Illuminati. What? Yeah. Okay. Are you I'm kidding? In. Yeah. I'm totally so in. So what we want is – so basically the show is going to go review their room when they reopen it, but we want to bring listeners with us. So if you go to the Geek in the City Radio Facebook page, we're asking listeners to submit their best original conspiracy theory in 250 words or less. Ooh. And I think we can bring up to five listeners with us. That's cool. Yeah. And this is why it's like always sucked working at the radio station because like there are all these prizes that you want, but since you work there, you can't win them. Oh, yeah. I'm not <laughs> saying that like members of the network, if they write in a good one, hey, you get to go. Ooh, Greg, what would you write a conspiracy theory about? I got to think about it. There's okay. a ton of different things that I could write about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to give it away right now, though. That's for sure. 
<laughs> I can't wow. look. I can't give that stuff away. Okay, not my secret conspiracy. Can't, don't give it away for free. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh no, maybe I'll submit it under a pen name. And we'll see if it. I've been to. I want to go to one. It's out in Beaverton. I think they gave us a flyer to it called uh, "Trapped in a Room with a Zombie." And it's amazing, apparently. What happens is that you're in the room, and I don't know if it's a person in makeup or just a dummy, but they have a zombie chained to the wall. Oh, wow. And every five minutes, that chain lengthens. And if you don't get out within the 60 minutes, no. you're killed by the zombie. No. That's awesome. No, no, no. I would never do that. Um, and then the one we were at last night, the room they're designing, they're about to launch, is the, uh, the assassin's room. Oh, my God. And it's like basically you're all hired by the FBI to figure out the clues of this assassin so they can take him down. And I guess as the time clicks in that room, I guess what's going to happen is like half of the room you realize that the assassin is caught on. You're snooping in his room and he's coming for you. And if you don't get out on time, like laser sights and you're also like, oh, no, sorry, you were killed. Like the assassin found you and took you I guys out. I don't like that. I mean, I like it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But that's terrifying. Oh, okay. oh, that's fun. So fun. Yeah. Well, I want to do it again. So thank you, Aaron, for letting yeah. us come along with yeah. you. And I would recommend it. I mean, like, go on one of these things. It's super fun. It's it's fun to, like, you know, create puzzles and be in, like, a magical area with all of your friends. Yeah. It's, it's and, they, I mean, people ask, like, how much are they? And, like, they do tend to run, like, 20 to 30 bucks a person. But it's – But when's the last time you can say that you well, were in a room, like, basically – like Indiana Jones in a room with like trap doors and secret yeah, I mean, keys. Yeah, I mean, think about it this way. Like, as, if you as do like a one theme of, park or yeah, yeah, think about it this way. When you do one of those big haunted attractions, which I love, like Fright Town and all those kinds of places, you're dropping twenty bucks and not counting the time you're in line. You're in and out in eighteen minutes. Yeah, this is a solid at least unless you guys are really good. This is a solid hour with some of mm-hmm. your best friends mm-hmm. all trying to like live this interactive puzzle. And that's – for me personally, it's totally worth it. It was – because there's no uh, little detail that's untouched. Like I remember I found something – something that could have been overlooked if it wasn't what it was. That sounds weird. But like I saw this. I'm oh, like, yeah. hey, is this important? And Aaron's like, oh, if it's in here, it's important because every single thing that means something is there for a reason. Like somebody yeah. didn't forget to empty the trash. Do you know? Like is everything – Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's, everything yeah. is there. Yeah, because I, okay, that's what it was. It was a trash can. And I'm like, there's some stuff in the trash can. Do you think that's it? And they're like, yes, everything means something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you go to these rooms, basically, if it can be picked up and manipulated, there's a good chance it has something that it's not just decoration. That's true, because we used everything that wasn't bolted down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The fuckers, they had a couple of red herrings in there. Yeah, they sure did. That yeah, that really was well good. done. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah, this definitely one had moving walls. Oh, yeah, don't say anything more. That's all I'm going to say. That's all. It, it had like moving to where like when it happened, I heard the throne room theme song from Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's sweet. <laughs> what is happening? All right. Yep. Yeah, so hear more with those guys uh, on Geek in the City this Wednesday. Yeah, I'm excited. Definitely. And I know Greg has some ball talk that he Well, we have to get this in. I know you're all like, it's <clears throat> only got a few minutes left here, but we got it. We got to get this in because people need to fill out their brackets. Hello, everyone. <gasps> oh, crap. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. So this is the biggest story in sports that is happening right now. The NCAA men's basketball tournament, also known as the insanity of the month before April, <laughs> is happening this week. It starts on Thursday morning. So the brackets have been decided. There are 68 teams involved. There's a play in for a couple of them. So it's 64 teams, really. Um, the brackets are available right now. And if you go to funemploymentradio.com slash T-O-C, T-O-C for Tournament of Champions, <laughs> you can enter in for free and battle for glory. There's no actual prize other than glory, but what bigger prize is there, really? That is its own reward. It yes. is its own reward. Glory is all that we all play this game of life for. Uh, God, I, need to be, I need to be sweatier right now. Oh, I'm super sweaty, too. You're good. <laughs> oh, we can water? turn up the heat in here a little bit. We can make it sweatier. Uh, no, I'll just add to more sweat is all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's more liquid to sweat out. Mm. Yay. Uh, so Are I highly encourage everybody to go there. So funemploymentradio.com slash TOC. And that's just the link to our uh, tournament where you can fill out a bracket. Like I said, it's free to do. You need to know nothing about basketball. Absolutely zero. You don't even need to care about basketball. You don't even need to care. It's just fun. It's like playing a game. Like, I play it, and I don't watch the games. I just like to yeah. beat Greg. That's all we're all playing for, really, is just to beat Greg. Well, it's to get second place, because clearly I'm going to win with my su- superior knowledge. Because that has happened never. I think I think Jen's jazz is here, because I think for the first time, Gonzaga is a number one seed. Gonzaga is a number one seed. Yeah. Yep. Gonzaga is a number one seed. I mean, they'll probably, they'll probably bill it, which is what I call it. 
They get to like this. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, oh, look, they choked at the end. Coog it, oh, how Sarah Coogan would call it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the brackets are available right now. So, yeah, that's how it works. They've got it. They take the 64 teams and they break it up into four 16 team tournaments. And then that's how you get the final four, which is the big deal. And that's the final four compete for the championship. So, the winning team, whoever ultimately, whatever team ends up winning this tournament, <clears throat> will have zero losses. They'll be the only undefeated team in the tournament. And so the bracket's really easy to fill out. Just follow that link, funemploymentradio.com slash TOC. It just guides you through what you do. And you just pick whoever the hell you think could win. They've got them ranked for you, like 1 through 16, as far as how they determine the rankings. I'm sorry, I was reading some of the names of the things. We're going to get to that. And so so that's how you just uh, fill it out. You can follow what they say is the winning team and just do all that. But I guarantee there's always going to be upsets. That's the fun thing about it. Yeah. Like a, a number 15 seed team is going to knock off a number two team. And it'll just, it'll happen. So you can fill out your bracket there. And we do have some different uh, bracket names that have that have come up. And everybody gets to pick their own names. Let's see. We've got... <laughs> can I read you my favorite one? Okay. Uh, I pet your hair as you sleep. I pet your hair as you sleep is, is one of the brackets. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We've and got, uh, let's see, Dr. Fantasy's Genius, Greg's Stoking Taxes, Greg's Russian Neighbors. We've got uh, Lorna B. Smoking, Andy in the Mighty Southeast. Let's see. To me, those balls are perfect. To me, those balls are perfect. Canadian Moose Knuckle. Um, we've got <laughs> It Ain't Hockey, The Wall Man Cometh. These are all different names of uh, brackets that people have filled dumpster out here. Dumpster shoes. Dumpster shoes. I believe dumpster shoes was there. That last was. Year. I remember dumpster shoes. Uh, Steph's uh, shifty shit apples are shifty also one of the shit apples. One of the brackets. <laughs> so a lot of different brackets. You can come up with your own names for every one of there are so many in here. Bobby Knight's sweater. Um, <laughs> what are my choices for bread? Oh, that's an old. That's an callback. old one. White wheat sourdough. English muffin bagel. Yep. Yep. Sarah's scooter. Somewhere right now, you've just ruined Todd Rokovin's day. He's gonna, I'm going to sing that all day long. <laughs> there you are, Todd. Mm-hmm. White wheat, sourdough, English muffin bagel. So all of those are right there. Funemploymentradio.com slash TLC. So go there now and join for your chance for glory, or getting number two, in the Tournament of Champions. Have you ever actually no. won this? No, he's never even like come close. As far as I remember, I think I've won every one of them. No, he's kicked out like so quickly. Yeah. Does that one, wasn't there a casino or some group that offers a billion dollars for someone who gets it perfect? The perfect War, yeah. Warren Buffett usually does one. Is it a one, billion or a million? A billion. A he billion? offered one billion dollars because the odds of get picking all, every single game right, let me see here, I'll get the actual odds because it's, it's virtually impossible. There is, I think there was one guy who did it, if I, if I can remember I it correctly. it was a girl that got it. Um, okay, M- maybe it was a girl. I, I don't. Not th- that's not the one I'm thinking of. There was okay. a guy who who filled it out almost entirely correctly to where he would have won. A, he didn't get it all perfect, but he would have won the Yahoo tournament. There's a Yahoo one. I think it was Yahoo where you can enter in and you can win like a million dollars for that one. Yeah, if you w- beat out everybody else. And he didn't get it because he forgot to put in the final score. And that's one key thing of your bracket. Oh, you have to, in the center, you have to enter in what you think the final score will be because that's a tiebreaker in case. And this guy didn't do it and he lost out on a million bucks. But yet nobody's, I don't think you don't have to get it right. You just got to put a final score in. Yeah, you just have to get a final score in. So it, that's to complete your bracket. So make sure you don't forget to put the final score in. Oh, that's painful. Just to guess. And it oh, probably that's the will kind of never... you awake at Yeah, night. that's like being on contestants row and the son of a bitch next to you goes, uh, $1, Bob. Oh. Like, oh, you fucker. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. Although it's even more embarrassing when you're like the third person and the person next to you says, uh, $2, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so They shouldn't be allowed to do that. Right. So yeah, go you should there be smart enough to not do that, actually. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, the, the, okay, here's the often quoted number. Is that to get an absolutely perfect bracket is one in nine point two quintillion, but really they said that because of their predictions they're saying it's one in two billion depending on the year. Okay, so that's significantly better odds. One in two billion over nine point two quintillion. Quintillion? Yeah, not one. Still one in two billion. That is the estimated odds of getting a perfect. Quintillion is one of those numbers. Like my brain goes, nope. Nope. Yeah. 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 Is that what is that? I don't. I don't know. I, I can even... visualize two billion in my head because there's you know that many people and more on the earth. Like so, my brain can be like, yeah, I can see that number. That's a number right. that exists. Yeah. Right. But quintillion. Yeah. 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 That's just that's just not a not a possibility. Oh, Warren Buffett this year is doing a one million dollar first round challenge. So let's see. Offered one million. So if you get a, the opening round perfect, 
You must have to be entered in because that's not that challenging. Some some people can get that. I mean, it's hard. I've never done it, but <laughs> some people do it. There will, there will be I mean, a, I usually do it every year. 20% of the population will get that, so there must be some kind of weird thing with that. I'll, I'll find it out. I'll give you details on that tomorrow, but the key thing is you have until Thursday morning when the first game starts, oh, and then shit. that's okay. it. So I would suggest get it, getting it done sooner than later. Oh. Are you playing, Aaron? I'm, I'll probably sign up for it. You absolutely should. Yeah. Just for the glory of beating Greg. That's really all I want to do. It feels really good. Oh, the other thing, once you fill it out, you have no extra work. You just fill it out and submit it. And you that's walk it. away. Yeah, it's locked in, so... And then it gives you, like, if you are, like, the reason why I like doing it is because I don't really watch a lot of sports, but if uh, I do do this bracket, then I can look back at my bracket, and if I'm hanging out at a bar at my friend's house and the game's on, yeah. you actually have, like, a, you know, a dog in the race at that point. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. I don't give any shits about who usually wins, but right. I picked yeah. this one Middle over this one. Tennessee so. State. I kind of yeah. wish other pro sports would do this. Yeah. Yeah. I love the chaos of the March Madness. Like, I wish, like, other, like, they're never going to do it, but, like, can you imagine, like, if NFL or NBA... Oh. But then they argue like, well, then the season doesn't matter. I'm like, eh. yeah. But I like- it is it is fun though because you can bond with people over it because like yeah. non sports people like can talk with sports people. They'd be like, oh, who do you have in this bracket? You can be like, oh, I picked like number seventeen blah, blah, West blah, Virginia blah, blah, blah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can make new friends. Either way, you'll get number two in ours. All right, so, uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <gasps> oh, Greg, people could watch March Madness or uh, the what, what is it? What do we call it? The Insanity of the Month Before April. The Insanity of the Month Before April. Uh, At our bingo night happening next week, uh, March 23rd, uh, 4847 Southeast Division at the Landmark Saloon, free to play, 6 p.m. We'll have some of that March Madness playing out in the shed bar. Also some delicious drinks, courtesy of Tullamore Dew Whiskey and Bridgeport Brewing. Plus, uh, also they'll be playing March Madness, so we'll be able to watch some of that. So, I mean, it'll be more fun for you to watch it anyway if you have, you know. Absolutely. Rooting for somebody. Come on down. Yeah, so that is at the uh, Landmark Saloon, 447 Southeast Division. Um, all right, it I think that's about it. It is very warm in here. It's getting a little hot. It's getting yeah. warm, toasty. Yeah. A little toasty. It's getting hot in here. All right, well, tune in to Geek in the City. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. That's no. Greg's that's too happen. good for that. Yeah. No, no. No. Pizza's not a pie. Uh, tune in to Geek in the City tomorrow. <laughs> 6.30 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow also with more Fun Employment Radio. (laughs) 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 You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.